This week is a long one, so if you want to take a break about one hour into it when we're talking about transubstantiation and taking communion, probably a good idea. After that, we get more Obama, some Ten Commandments, and Palin and Bachman. The Injudicious Ramblings of Andre and Gary. We are rolling. Gary, I want to jump right into there. I have no time for your frivolity. I'm right? not being frivolous. I was just saying hello. I'm just going to jump Wait, right you, into You there. can't say hello to the listeners at home? I'm going to make a point. Royalism. Hold on. Let me move the <laughs> microphone so that they can hear you. You, 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 always, like, you, always, you always say that you want to be on radio, but you have no idea how to speak into the microphone. As long as I can say. hear myself. <laughs> I'm happy with that. Let me tell you something. Royalism. Royalism. My team, my you theme know, my, for the day. My, my family has a middle name thing, and the middle name is Royal. Well, my, every... my dad's middle name is Royal, and my middle brother's middle name is Royal. Why didn't you give it to the first son? Why isn't it the first I son? don't know, actually. His name's George. I would feel slighted if I were him. This, but this is what I mean by royalism. Well, my middle brother needs as much. Uh, anyway, <laughs> this, is what, this is what I mean by royalism, right? It just occurred to me. Why? Let's say I have a. We have this podcast. Great success, right? We have a podcast, and it's a great success, <laughs> and we rake in billions of dollars, and this becomes an empire, right? And so, you, so in other words, we replace Murdoch. You are not. Yes. Okay. You and I pass on, ah. but we have kids, and we pass the podcast on to our children, ignoring the fact that our children most likely would not be the best people, the best suited people to carry on the podcast. Right? Oh, I disagree. They would be from my loins, <laughs> and therefore they would be as awesome as I am. Royalism. That's exactly royalism. <laughs> I don't understand. Like I'm reading it's this. It's in the genes, man. Idiots. Like, um, what's his name? What's his name? Um, the big pastor, Billy Graham. Billy Graham. And then his son inherits his ministry. Yeah. And, you know, I, royalism. Well, so that's like Ken Ham and his offspring. Who's that? Ken, Ken Ham is a, well, he's in jail for uh, for uh, tax evasion, but his son is carrying on his ministry. He's a young earth creationist, anti-evolution. No, no, wait, it's not Ken Ham. It's it's Kent, Kent Hovind. Uh, regardless, he's um, a anti-evolutionist uh, moron. Uh, believes in the flood, literally the literal flood. <laughs> that the you entire know. earth was flooded. Yeah. I wonder if it was the entire earth or just the no, part no. of earth that Noah and they was. Li- uh, the entire earth. Why do we always get back to Noah? <laughs> because it's the most ridiculous <laughs> one. And, okay, it's not the most ridiculous, but it's the biggest one. Yeah, I love it. Though. Yes, it is. <laughs> I love it. I like the reboot. I like the reboot on Noah. <laughs> I mean, pretty soon he's going to have like diesel engines in there and he'll be, uh, you know. Going straight into the tsunamis that's coming in, and and you know it, it, they're they're gonna make it. If if Noah was told today, it'd be more like the the perfect storm, which you probably didn't see. No, I didn't see it. I but saw I saw an atheist r- film this this week though called the 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 ledge. I almost said the pledge, but that's uh, actually a Republican film. Could you please talk about the pledge because you have been you've been biting. 
Chomping at the bits. I can't. I can't believe. I can't believe you didn't hear about. It. See, you, you were focusing so much on o- o- Obama turning into a Republican, an '80s Republican, that you missed Michelle Bachman going completely batshit crazy. Barack Obama. Got, I was apoplectic. This week. no, listen. I just want to make the point though that I one I am being vindicated because I told everybody that Barack Obama is a neocon. Of the highest order, and everybody was insisting, "Oh no, he's a progressive, or he is slightly progressive." No, the man is not. And this week, <laughs> he's more progressive than the neocons. It was. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, come on, give him some. Give By him that measure, <laughs> I mean, he's 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 basically uh, uh, Ronald Reagan, didn't he? By that measure, Hitler was more progressive than the neocons. I mean, this come is on. true. Well, Hitler was. <laughs> Hitler was more progressive. I am going to say he, he is. Progressed, he progressed right into Europe. <laughs> he does. He does. That's true. Huh? He would have yeah. progressed all over yeah, the place. He was very forward thinking. I love it. It's a great, it's a great man. Like uh, who said it? Oh, it was a great man. I'm, I'm echoing somebody. Who was it that um, we discussed in the podcast that Hitler was? Was it great? Well, wasn't that was like Cheney or someone? Oh, was it Anne? Was it Anne? Anne Rhine? Was it yeah. her? One of those. Ayn Rand. Well, one of the one of those people. But listen, yes, yes. So Barack, so, Barack Obama and his <laughs> revealing his true colors, right. trying to move. The, in case people you all don't know, let me explain to you what Barack Obama did. And the, I'll give you the other side of the story. The debt ceiling. I'm using the debt ceiling. Ridiculous debt ceiling. This is not at, the glass ceiling. This argument. is the debt ceiling. Right. Yeah. Barack <laughs> Obama broke through the glass ceiling. All. He righted all the wrongs of um, discrimination, yada, yada. It's a post-racial society. There's no more glass ceiling for black people. But the debt ceiling now, the Republicans are holding us hostage, well, holding the country hostage. And the Dems, which is what we thought, the Dems are going to hold a line and say no cuts to some Medicare. Medicare, no, Medicaid, right? Social Security. What well, I mean, right, no cuts to Medicare. Barack Obama moved the entire line on the Dems. What he basically did by conceding, going into the um, negotiation and saying that everything is on the table, Medicare, Social Security, Medicaid, etc. What he is doing is that he is daring the Dems. They're going to eviscerate Medicare and then he's going to dare the Dems to vote against it. That's, That's what he's doing. He's, he's, and and daring the, the Republicans, the Republican constituents who will get fucked by this cut. See, I think I think it's a double bluff. I think if it passes, the Republicans are going to get completely hosed. The completely right wing batshit crazy people are going to love it, but the middle of the road people, they're going to be really pissed off that they no longer have Medicaid or. Or, or Social Security. Yeah, but but who is the president? It's a dangerous game. But who is the president? You think well, you think uh, when they go to the polls 2012 <laughs> that they're going to say it's the Republicans who did this? That, you know, I, I don't think Obama necessarily wants to run two terms because he's doing uh, everything he can to alienate uh, everybody. Yes, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I agree. I think he wants just, to run. I'm, for just, one. I'm just trying to get into his mind. That's what I'm saying. That's bad. It's awesome. But he totally alienated the Democratic base with this right. move. And well, look at it this way. Okay, so the Democrats aren't in power anyway, right? <laughs> so, so he's not going to get elected. So he has to go for the Republican base to get reelected. <laughs> so now, now he's a Republican. Oh, he's going to change mid-office, man. Oh, boy. 
That would be that would so, be so, awesome. so we're, we're no longer we're no longer going to have a progressive party. It's just going to be uh, middle and right wing. Well, we never had a progressive party. Well, this yes. is true. So it's going to be right wing. Yeah, if, if anybody watches uh, Saturday Morning Breakfast Cereal, watch last week's video about politics. I know you didn't see that because mm. you don't you don't pay attention to really much anything. <laughs> I, I feel offended. <laughs> pay attention to be. the important things like sports. <laughs> it's right. <I> Beer. <laughs> Hanging out. <laughs> Looking like, at boobs. Those are the oh, things. that's important. Upon which the foundation yeah. of life is built. But tell me about Michelle Bachman. Speaking, speaking about the foundation of life, Michelle Bachman <laughs> signed the marriage vow. As well, uh, your favorite person, uh, Rick Santorum, also signed the marriage vow. Uh, maybe not your favorite person. Yeah, I neither here or there. I despise Rick Santorum yeah. as much as I despise a common ordinary cockroach. <laughs> Think about him. <laughs> So this, the marriage vow, a declaration of dependence, which is italicized, dependence is italicized, upon marriage and family, except family is all caps with the exception of an I. So it's fam, I, lie. Apple getting into I guess. That? Is it, I, I Because you know the Republicans will privatize everything. So it's called the family leader strengthening families. And so Michelle Bachman has decided to to sign this, although she she did say that she didn't actually read it. Uh, read it apparently, although she right. said she read it, but the one that she read didn't have the very very first bullet point. So their their thing is faithful monogamy is at the heart is at the very heart of design and purposeful order, upon which our concepts of creator creator endowed human rights, racial justice, and gender equality all depend. Enduring marital fidelity between one man and one woman protects innocent children, vulnerable women, the rights of fathers, stability of families, blah, 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 blah. Okay. So then they have both unmistakably the institution of marriage in America is in great crisis. Colon. First bullet point. Slavery had a disastrous impact on American, uh, African-American families. Yet, sadly, a child born into slavery in 1860 was more likely to be raised by his mother and father in a two-parent household than was an African-American baby born after the election of USA's first Amer- African-American president. I find <laughs> that to be offensive at so many levels. One, are they blaming one? They blaming the, it sounds like they're blaming the election of the first African-American president. Like they, you know, they they connecting that with the right. with the rates of um of I guess what unmarried of of children without that come right. from single parents. Apparently, houses. it's only happened in yeah. the last two years. Yes, that's so that's, that's one. Secondly, the intimation that the minimization of the trials of slavery. I did not. I was unaware that there were two that slaves had. Households didn't they live in like a in a in a log oh, cabin? No, 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 no. Slavery, slavery was nothing like that. It was a bunch of two parent. No, no, no. It was more, It was it was more like they were working for the betterment of of the people who provided them housing and shelter uh, and and the, you know something for them to do during the day. Honey, I'm off to work today. Kiss the yeah. you know, little cottage. I exactly. did not know. Every once in a while, yeah, they'd get raped by. Uh, one of the owners, and, and then they take them for. As no. far as I knew, what I knew was that they bred <laughs> slaves, right? Wasn't that how? No, no, they just encourage procreation. <laughs> was it, didn't they? Did they not take the best 
and the strongest male slaves and they bred them with the stronger female slaves. You and, know, then they, and then they made them in a two-parent household, <laughs> raised them. Until they bred them their, again. Their Christian values said that they had to live in a, a, a little, you know, their own house. I always thought that slavery, and I thought studies showed that slavery... Is a one of the direct it was a direct contributor to that you know that to the the um the fickleness of um black the, I would say criminal behavior of black men in raising and leaving their children. I that was a cultural hmm. thing important that slavery that you know that is shown that that's why slavery has 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 contributed to that that they have that model of breeding women with the best slaves and then. Selling them apart and splitting families, and that is the model from which we, you know, black men still carry on a bit of that today. That is, think, I, yes, there's a little bit of root in that. That's an interesting. That's an interesting idea. I, I have not heard that one. I know it's, it, it is. It is direct. That's the model. That's the model. You there were no families, and, and then things pass on. People think that um, things come out of you after a generation. Yeah, no. It is. They get handed on. You learn from the generations before. That a lot of it is that uh, black men less. By nature, by birth, are black men less? Um, have, less I, do they have less fidelity, or right. less likely to stay in one place? Yeah, one party? yeah, it's not, that, is, that doesn't make sense. It does not been different in other countries and countries where slavery was not is not um was not a factor. As in, my, in Africa, to stay with their families in in mostly African countries, it does. But it happens in America specifically huh. and places where there was slavery. In Trinidad, it's not that bad. In Trinidad. Even though we was, you know, there was a little slavery there, but it's a cultural thing. So, you know, using slavery as a as a reason as a explanation that's just amazing. Well, anyway, it's fantastic. So uh, that's the first bullet point, which apparently Michelle Bachman uh, didn't read or didn't have in her signing copy no, of, because of the thing. She's not a lawyer, and you know, of course, lawyers don't peruse documents. You know, we can all just slip stuff into it. Into stuff that we sign after, right? right? And she doesn't. She so wait. So what did she do? So, what did she? So is she now protesting against? No, 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 no. A signature on this document? No, no, not at all. She's just saying that uh, she didn't. She didn't have that one bullet point. She so, still agrees with the vows. Would you like me to read the vows? It's about half a page, but well, read the sillier ones. Read. Oh, well, okay. Well, the first one isn't actually all that silly, except that you have to make the, the vow. Personal fidelity to my spouse, which I think you're supposed to do when you make your marriage vows. I thought that I was thought, implicit. Thought, no. Rick, Rick Santorum apparently said that he was a little bit taken aback by that one. Uh, respect for the marital bonds of others. Official fidelity to the U.S. Constitution supporting the elevation of none but faithful constitutionalists as judges or justices. Vigorous opposition to any redefinition of the institution of marriage, which is faithful monogamy between one man and one woman. Right, blah, 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 blah. Um, uh, we'll skip that one. Steadfast embrace of a federal marriage amendment to the Constitution, which protects the definition of marriage as between one man and one woman Isn't in all of the United and States. And those things should be led to, left to the states. Isn't that what they always claim? No, 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 no. This has to, well, this is a vow. Oh, I see what you're no, saying. No, but the candidates who sign and it have to, to promote the constitution. Yes, they have to promote those things. Eh? Yes. Um, oh, here's one. This is the uh, what I've they've turned the anti-pornography 
Val. Humane protection of women and the innocent fruit of conjugal intimacy. <laughs> Our next generation of American children, from human trafficking, sexual slavery, seduction into promiscuity, and all forms of pornography and prostitution, infanticide, abortion, and other types of coercion or stolen innocence. Now, it's only the woman. Apparently, women are weak, and therefore, we're not going to protect the males at all from doing this. Because it's obviously only males that cause the females to get into pornography and Mm -hmm. cause them to do abortions. So apparently, according to Michelle Bachman, women are too weak to actually protect themselves. Yes, yes, yes. Which, considering what I've heard her say, uh, yeah. Uh, I totally believe that she believes uh, women are weak, are the weaker sex, the fairer sex. Um, Support for, for the enactment of safeguards for all married and unmarried U.S. military and National Guard personnel, especially our combat troops, from inappropriate same-gender or opposite-gender sexual harassment, adultery, or intrusively intimate commingling among attracteds. Attracteds? Uh, which is restrooms, showers, barracks, tents, etc. Plus, prompt termination of military policymakers who would expose American wives and daughters to rape and sexual harassment, torture, enslavement, or sexual leveraging by the enemy in forward combat roles. So, in other words, no woman in combat. This is basically what it's saying. Yeah. Uh, well, that's the second part. That's actually that's actually a two-parter. Because the first part is uh, no gays in the military, uh, male or female. I uh, can't let them commingle. And then the second part is uh, the wives and daughters are not allowed to be in forward combat roles. <laughs> oh, rejection of Sharia Islam and all other anti-woman, anti-human rights forms of totalitarian control. Oh, Christianity now, too? It, now this, it, well, no, it just says Sharia Islam. Now, of course, they're taking away a woman's right to choose to have an abortion. Or to choose to be in the military, to be a soldier. Right. You know, but that's okay. Right. Uh, so, and then, fierce defense of the First Amendment's rights of religious liberty and freedom of speech, especially against the intolerance of any who would undermine law-abiding American citizens and institutions of faith and conscience for their adherence to and defense of faithful heterosexual monogamy. So, um, well, be, Michelle Bachman, you are still, in my eyes, Batshit crazy. That seems to be really contradictory. That last one, though. It, it, <laughs> they're they're hypocrites. If I choose. every last one of them. So Michelle Bachman, I'm glad you signed. I'm glad you're one of the first people to sign this. Dude, I love uh, because, that quite frankly, I hope this this I, it brings all the nutbags that follow you out of the woodwork, and so we know who they are. And I love how they're picking on black people. The second point, right? When they say the institution of marriage is in great crisis. The white woman uh, The war on poverty was triggered in part by the famous Moynihan report, finding that the black out of wedlock birth rate had hit 26%. That was in 1965. What was the white? Today, the white rate exceeds that. (laughs) The overall way... Why do you keep comparing... (laughs) Why are you comparing... They're like, not, like they're a black race, like they're a black threshold or, of the way. Look, this is used to judge. You now that the, the, the white rate has exceeded the black rate in 1965 is evidence that the state of wedlock, right? It's like out of wedlock birth rate is in crisis. That oh my god, why, why are we? Why are the black people the um the threshold? <laughs> uh, be, because 
<laughs> over 70% of African-American they're, babies are born to single Andre, parents. They're trying to help you. They are trying to help me. <laughs> but you know what, what pisses me off about this, though, <laughs> is that even points that I would agree upon with... Like, of course... Okay. It's so, I don't know it's condescending. Being, it is condescending. <laughs> I would like to see... I would love to, you know, that children be born in a stable... I don't mean wedlock. I mean a stable family situation. I'm not a big fan of... I, don't, I think marriage is but, a, is but a, is Jesus a, wasn't born in a stable family. They weren't even married, were they? No. And and the mother was a victim of rape by a deity. I guess it's a good thing that you know abortion wasn't particularly good. Back then. You see, you wouldn't have Jesus. Uh, oh well, actually, the, the angels did come to tell her that she was pregnant. And that his name would be Yeshua, but apparently they named him Jesus instead. Uh, fantastic. <laughs> I already, look, about one million, as I said, even the points that are good. I would love for all babies to be born stable units, right? Stable parental units. You need a mother and a father. It's good financially, emotionally, whatever. But just because I see them... I see this written here. I, w- I want to argue against that. <laughs> <laughs> because, you know, because they're, they're, it, does, it seems they're not doing it. You know that they're not doing it for the purposes at which they're presented. Oh, no, yes. It's, it's grandstanding to make everybody else look like complete shit. Fortunately for us, this is so batshit crazy that it'll make the people who sign it actually, I hope, look bad. Did you did Because you, no one's no one is no one is against marriage. It's just so confusing. Okay, actually I'm a little bit against marriage. I but, love that you're pong when you're black. I would love to be married. I did you hear Michelle Bachman's husband on radio television I think it was on radio television. I didn't realize she had a husband. He was a, <laughs> the guy and you know you know this the old Republican thing, I guess you know, whenever there's a good-looking woman, her husband tends to be a little unattractive turnip of a man. They're probably wealthy. Super, yes, super, yes, <laughs> exactly. So, Michelle Bachman's husband looks like nothing and gorgeous. You know. But the thing is, though, he was calling um, homosexuals barbarians. Oh, barbarians Yeah, now. and he says just because you have an impulse... You need, they need to be trained out of the... Ba- of the um, oh, the, uh, ba- ba- the de-gay-em, yeah. And, and just because you have an impulse doesn't mean you need to act upon it, right? Now... I, this is gonna, you, you, you know, whom, um, some gay people tend to have a certain inflection and lilt, you know, to how they speak, right? Okay. I am telling you, and Bill, my point to this out, that man <laughs> is as homosexual as a day is long. Well, you, you also have to realize that a good majority of the people who are uh, rabidly anti-homosexual yes. are basically hiding their own insecurities. It's public catharsis of the of inner um, guilt, I would say, because guilt. They, they, they're guilty. Yes. They're, 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 I'm not saying homosexuality. Yeah, they're fighting against it. it because they know it. Yeah. They know. They know it's not good. These urges. Yes. But I always, I always ask. You know, they, they say, "Oh well, it's a choice," and yet again, I know this point has been made before. I've never actually used this point, but I'm going to use it now because I think it's a well, good one. I think you should use that point. I think we should use it. The let's, point is let's use it. The, the heterosexuals, like myself, I'm going to say, and I'm, yourself, I, uh, I am a heterosexual. Sure. Yeah. You know, I can't make myself be gay, right? I'm not attracted to men, yeah, right? You can. Sexually, you can. So, and 
is anybody who's saying, oh, we'll just change them. No, you, that's not the way it yeah. works. If you can make yourself be gay, that just means you're bisexual. You're attracted to both people. Right, right. Uh, so you're, you know, and there's a, it's kind of like autism. There's a spectrum. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Some people can be slightly attracted and some people. It, and so it's just, it really it pisses me off. We're like, oh, well, you know, we'll just go through, uh, teach them how not to be gay. You know, it's a, it's a perfectly good, you know, it's, it's a choice that they're making. It's, it's not genetic. No, it's freaking genetic. Okay. I, so I, stop it. That was a good point. I'm going to support that point. All right. I am going to move on from there. Something else that um can't believe you didn't hear about that. I really can't. I did not. <laughs> listen, that whole Obama thing really pissed me off uh, because that I've been I've been trying to find more information about that. By the way, and there's not much. It's basically saying he just put it on the table. Right. But yeah. just. But act, I can't. I can't find any any act of analysis. Him putting it on the table. There's no analysis. But the fact that he put it on the table means he is. It, it implies a lot. Yes, he is handicapping the dem the Democrats because yeah. he everybody. What I love though, people are saying Obama is a horrible negotiator. No, he's not a horrible negotiator. Nobody. Everybody knows how to negotiate. Everybody knows you go in offering nothing, and then you you know. The, the fact that he offered everything, it really means that he wants to... That, that is his ideology. Obama is a neocon. Obama does not believe... Like, okay, okay, everything Obama has done, and people keep defending him. Guantanamo is still open, the wars are still going on, and he's escalating the wars. Well, he's added another one. He added Libya to it, right? Yeah, support for it, yeah. You know, he's, you know, he's bombing. America's taking pretty much the lead role in that in that game. So it's a, it's a, it's a war. You're bombing in somebody's country, right? Well, so. Okay. Right, so Guantanamo, he, as I said, more whistleblowers are prosecuted, have been prosecuted under two years of the Obama government than the entire eight years of George Bush's government. The warrantless wiretapping, wiretapping of citizens is still of American citizens. Well, these things extended happen the, instantly. I mean, it, they were probably put together under Bush, and they're just now going through now. No, no, no. <laughs> I see, and that's what you all say. Yeah, no, no. I refuse to have to have you all defend Obama, right? I refuse to have you all defend Obama and, and claim that he's just up against... I, I know it's a system, but I, there are things that are under his watch that is specifically... Has he, his could, he, could, he could easily have said, hey guys, these are whistleblowers, knock it off. Yes. Yeah. That, that, is, that is something within this movie. Uh, apparently, Easy knock it off is going to be my theme for this knock podcast. Knock it off. Knock it I off. Think that's, I think, you know what, that's what we should tell all <laughs> the people we don't agree with. Knock just it knock off. Knock it off. Just knock it off. Simple <laughs> as that. Right? But Obama wants to privatize Medicare. He See, wants to do privatization it. Privatization is just not he a wants, good idea for something like He wants to do it. And that he's you going need. to do it. And he's daring the Democrats, as I said. When he said that, and they're going to pass a deal that's going to slash Medicare to ribbons, and he's going to dare the Democrats to vote against it because of that ceiling. So instead right. of putting the Republicans back against the wall, back you know, backs against the wall by saying, "Listen, these people are holding the country hostage," now yeah. the Democrats are going to be holding the country hostage yeah. when they don't agree to sign off on whatever evisceration of Medicare is. It's going to happen. Yeah, yeah. I find that I think I think you may be right there. The, the, you're, the point the point you make is cogent and well. Thought. It is a point. I'm going to say it's a point. <laughs> And it is a point, so I'm going to make another point. Okay. While I'm talking about Obama and black people, Herman Cain, the black um, Republican candidate, which as much as our, um, what do you say, what is, what is that term when you use when you describe something? Like, 
something that is that contradicts itself, like a black Republican. Oh, a uh, what was it? Uh, oxymoron. Oxymoron. Yes, Stop. Knock I'm it off. Not sure if it's oxymoron, <laughs> but who? Man, keen. You know, it's self-contradictory. Right? Yeah. It's an oxymoron. It could be right. So it's oxymoronic. Okay. So yeah. So the, the oxymoronic black Republican. Herman Keen. No, says, wait a minute. You can't say that because Obama is obviously a black, a black Republican. <laughs> they are more of us than I thought. Uh-huh. I might as well switch over. Herman Cain said Obama is not a strong black man. No, this, this is yeah, what... Herman Cain is the uh, pizza guy. Yeah, right? that's the yeah. guy who... Um, He's not going to win just because everybody knows him as the pizza guy. It's silly. You can, you president, no, you I like pizza. possibly have the president. You yeah. do? I, I like pizza. Sounds rev- I, sounds pizza is, pizza is the perfect, gonna, it's the perfect food. I'm going to make that a note. Um, yeah. I can't eat it hardly. Coincidentally, anymore, I like pizza myself. Well, see, see, we have something in common. Common ground. Common yeah. ground. And you're black and I'm white. Yeah, there, yeah, or the other right. way around. But who yeah. would have thought that we could have bridged well, those see, differences? Well, I'm black on the inside and you're pizza. white on the inside. See, it's fantastic. But <laughs> this whole strong black man thing, I, where do black people get off? With the str- you know the whole strong black woman yeah. I'm a strong black man what the fuck do that, does that mean black uh, people as Gary says heavy things knock it off <laughs> it was, so it, you know I don't understand is it is it is it an implication that all black people are weak and therefore you are the anomaly so you have to say I'm a strong black man or is the implication that the white people aren't strong or Indians aren't I don't uh, the strong black man that phraseology really pisses me off though hmm. right Herman Cain knock it off like listen to this asshole <laughs> a real black man is not timid about making the right decisions what the fuck does that mean what, what, what is other Herman Cain says a real black man is not timid okay Question, right? This is an interview with the New York Times magazine. Um, the, que- the, que- the question was, before you announced your campaign, you said that the liberal establishment is scared that a real black man might run against Barack Obama. <laughs> Are you oh, suggesting oh, Obama... Oh, oh, no, oh, sorry. No true black man fallacy. <laughs> right? Are you <sighs> suggesting Obama isn't really black? And then he says, Kane says, a real black man is not timid about making the right decisions. Is stupidity of that... <laughs> It's staggeringly high, and and it's it's. He's what quali- does that have to do he, with being he, black? He paints himself as a stereotype. Yes. Did it? Did it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I mean, there the 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 racists were were making fun of Obama moving into the into the White House, and now the <laughs> how is this guy? But I, this is what I keep you know, saying: black people hate themselves more. White people, you just rest assured that black people hate themselves more than white people. <laughs> you all just leave us alone. We will, you give 10, you know, this is really, he does make a point though. It is documented. Like, uh, he said, look, I'm not going to get into this whole thing about President Obama. It's documented that his mother was white and his father was from Africa. If he wants to call himself black, fine. <laughs> if he wants to call himself African-American, fine. But I'm not going down this color road. Herman Cain, oh, you're already at the junction <laughs> of the next... <laughs> Just <laughs> you're so far down that road, Herman Cain, that if you had a flat tire, Triple A couldn't even come and get you because you're out of the 100 mile range. Well, maybe maybe he was just he was just on Google Maps. He was on Google Earth and he went down that road uh, virtually. Not just, physical. Right, oh, just, okay. So he's not actually going down that road. He's just saying. <laughs> oh, Lord. Uh, listen, listen. <laughs> But so the question I said, so you're saying he's not really a black man. 
he says, Human Cain says, not in the terms of a strong black man that I'm identifying with. I identify with strong black men like Martin Luther King Jr. or my dad, Luther King Jr. Which I guess, if you have a junior at the end of your name, you're probably a strong black man. Uh, probably. Right? You, have a, you have a junior at the end of your name? No, I don't. You're weak. You're strong. You're weak. Man. You're weak. No, actually, you know what? One of the weak I ones. Don't, I don't either. I don't even have a one, two, or three. But, but, but apparently, maybe all white men are strong. This is the fact that oh, no, that's, that's demonstrably untrue. You need to use the word strong black man, as I said, ah. to point out the anomaly. Because... Ah, right, you're right. <laughs> I don't think it could be... I, I, that phrase irritates me. I'm a strong black woman. Shut the fuck up! <laughs> Tell what's strong... Now, only a strong <laughs> black man would be able to say that to a strong black woman. And usually that's where the fights start. <laughs> Knock it off, black people. <laughs> Okay, so I'm going to ask another question and I'm going to read this. Why Still on is, Kane? No, I'm going to move on. Okay, moving on. To another idiot. Why is Jerry Falwell's... This is an article, I guess, I think from off of um, truthout.org, could be. One of those... One of those places. One of those liberal websites. Why is Jerry Falwell's hey, evangelical university getting filthy rich off your tax money? I want to ask... Why is Jerry Falwell's evangelical, evangelical University? And stop right there. Right. Why the fuck is, are people allowed to have their own university? What, seriously? Right? You know what? I'm going to ask for the government to get expanded a little bit more and kind of regulate all these people with these crazy... I, you know, the university is a place of higher learning. It's hallowed ground. Oh, this, why it's is this Jerry Falwell's university? Of course it's higher learning. You're learning about God. Let yeah, me yeah, 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 tell you what Jerry Falwell said. I mean, you, you learn... you learn. Uh, actually, I have a pretty good idea of what Jer- Jerry Falwell... I have his study Bible. <laughs> uh. what, did, he write, did he rewrite the Bible in his own... Uh, no, no, he didn't rewrite like... really it, but boy, his footnotes are quite <laughs> insightful. <laughs> Did he have this in his footnotes? <laughs> he said, I, ho- I hope I live to see the day when, as in the early days of our country, you know, when we had like 10 people living in about 500 acre, you know, miles, in a 500 mile radius. Yeah, they were, they were pretty thing. spread out. Yeah. yeah um, but we won't have any public schools. The churches will have take, taken them over again and Christians will be running them. What a happy day that will be. For whom? The Reverend Jared. <laughs> <laughs> That's gotta be the dumbest. <laughs> it's, look, it's okay. I, it's okay to be Christian. Okay, oh. it's okay to be Muslim Gee. and Hindu and all these other things. But keep your shit to but yourself. Just shut the fuck up about. I do like the Hindus because the Hindus never tra- never try and proselytize. Not the Muslims. A Muslim has never an Islamic person has never tried here. to um to to do no, they proselytize. You know they, they actually they they actually um. Do a better job of of helping the community without doing it for yeah, yeah. you know they do it as documented they, they really do a good job about that, that I, is true. I, I have to give them kudos because that is true they're, and they're required to by their religion they mightn't be big on you know treating women equitably and stuff like that though but they go damn it we will well, take there, care there of is you that problem. it's really the males in the foreign countries that are helping <laughs> listen <laughs> God knows women are heavily oppressed. 
Well, they shouldn't have ate the fruit of knowledge of good and evil then. Should God they damn have? Interfering happies. <laughs> they seem to be taking it all out on me though. I'm having horrible luck with on women. On the other hand, I've been, I've been reading. I noticed that you had a Michael Shermer's book. I guess this is most, it's not his most recent book, is it? I have no idea. About, uh, uh, the, Psychology of belief, or I often just drive around with books in the back of my car <laughs> to look <laughs> to look smart. <laughs> I, obviously, you know, I, have a, I have a bookcase uh, <laughs> on the top of my car with books in it. It's, it's duct tape there. I do like to make that. it look me smart. That's why we do this podcast. See how I said that? Make me look me smart. <laughs> to make me look smart. It was intentional, folks. Yes, so it was intentional. Um, but that's why I thought you were smart because I saw that. Right, I'm absolutely. Well, you saw, you know, the two different dictionaries. It's, I, I like it's aerodynamic also because yeah. you file down the edge of the the cornices of the bookcase. You sort right. of file it down. That's so right. It See, yeah, it, I, it's it, 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 I'm taking it back. I'm not, I don't even know what I'm taking back, but it's so much better than putting the fins on. You know, the big fin on the back. Dude. I put books. Put books on, and, and the babes, the babes flock to you. Nobody sees you with a mainly fin. they give you back the pages <laughs> that have flown off. You know, on the highway. But they, they, they wonder they wonder who that person is with the books. They do wonder. Yeah. There's attention getting, I would say that. Yeah, yeah that's right. And they, and we'll they realize that. they don't have bottle glasses, so I'm not like the you know atypical geek. I would say that. You are a geek, though. Oh, yeah, definitely. But now I forgot my original point. Uh, you know, it probably wasn't important anyway, uh, as no. are most of your yeah. points. But I'm going gonna, I'm gonna <laughs> to jump in right here, though. Emergency finance managers on the right wing's power grab. Have you heard of these emergency finance gov- uh, managers? Uh, no. Well, let me tell you about them. Okay, you so... You may well ask how I could not have heard of them. I as mean, I let me ask you, you how could you not have heard of them? By not hearing about them. Okay. Seems logical. Yeah. It seems logical. It's, it's a pretty so straightforward point. you didn't hear about it. Right. And correct. that's how you didn't hear about it. That is correct. I think you could... I think you, you should have... I think you could have made a choice to hear, to hear it, about it's, it. It's considering yeah, how much news I, I read. I think it's willful. I think you will... That's a willful choice that you made willful, here. It, not it, to willful hear ignorance. about the emergency finance Well, managers. you know, I do come from a long line of willfully ignorant people. people. Yeah. Are you the third or fourth or whatever? Well, I'm the third son. You're the third son, but you don't from, have a, from this current generation. You don't have a number after your name, so I have no number. You're not a strong I, black man, guy. Right? I don't. I don't have a precursor, or I don't have a suffix nor a prefix. You're not a strong black man. Should be a strong I'm black very man. Sad. Hey, but, but let me. You know, I tried. Hey, I went. I went to gene therapy. I, I tried to tan. Why Didn't do white people tan though? I never understand that though. It the, looks the, to be supremely uncomfortable hanging around in the hot sun, in the hopes of shading yourselves for a couple of days. Because we understand that having darker skin perhaps may may keep us from getting cancer. It ain't. And in fact, um, it really just gives us cancer. <laughs> We're just perpetuating the uh, the dependence on medical care. I'll tell you what. Being being dark ain't great. <laughs> I'm just gonna say it. All right, but you would possibly you could I unless all white men want to be the strong black men and white women want to be strong black women. Well, and that's why well, it's right. Well, we can't say we're a strong white man because everyone already assumes. So therefore, we tan and say I'm a strong tan man. A strong tan man. <laughs> Strongish. You know. Strongish. I, I would say it's, you know, the hue can, of your skin. I can lift a, I can lift a hundred pounds. Directly connected. You lifted that bookcase on top of the car. I told oh, yeah. you took the books out before you put it on top of the car. Oh no 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 no. And then no, put the no, books no, no, in. No 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 no. I glued the, I glued the books in because uh, I, I, I kind of made it a bad. Should have done. I made that. a bad decision. Yeah. Should've That's what that big scrape is on the, on the, uh, 
but the front of the car. Does that you you slid it up the front? That's why I don't have a front windshield. I advise. <laughs> but who needs a windshield when you're protected by by knowledge? Yes, that's what I'm saying. Like <laughs> by the windscreen of knowledge. I'm going to tell you. <laughs> and let me let me knowledge. let me add to your windscreen of knowledge. <laughs> an emergency manager. Right. Tell me about the emergency manager. Okay, so these are only right wing governors, um, like in Minnesota. No, no, not Minnesota. Right wing governors, um, like Michigan, who just got elected, and in Florida, and in Wisconsin. You know those guys. So you know they they're really trying to um, hamstring, I would say, democracy, right? Uh-huh. And you might think I'm being really strong, but after I, I make, I think that's a strong statement. Right? You might say, Andre, just because they don't believe or they don't agree with your with the things that you believe in, that you know, that doesn't say they're trying to hamstring democracy. But like, okay, well, emergency manager. So these Michigan governor Rick Snyder, right? To use an example. What is it with are the Rick? They are all of them, right? Rick Scott and <laughs> Rick, Rick and the Pauls and the others. The emergency manager, right? Um, it can be unilaterally um, appointed. To struggling cities by the governors, right? Oh, okay. The manager has so, unilateral authority to fire off officials, close schools, void union contracts, and assume total control over areas declared to be in a financial state of emergency by the state. Now, listen. Now, have they always had this? No, this is, new. This, this is new. this is new. This is new. This is new. This is a new wave of um, Republican governors, like, as an example, like Rick Scott Snyder. Oh, well, uh, I thought they were against totalitarian governments. Right. Yeah, exactly. Listen. Oh, these men me. are silly not me. appointed through vote. These men are appointed through... Cronyism. Yes. And also, <laughs> it is not men. It can all, The emergency manager can also be a company. So Harry Burton, for example, could be right. You, you understand? Also, there was um nice. It was trying to, I think they were trying to pass this through. I can't remember if it was in Michigan when it was being passed. The Democrats tried to put a cap on the amount of money the emergency manager could be paid, and the Republicans rioted. <laughs> They said, Hell no. no. Hell no, we can't cap the emergency manager. No, you can't do that because <laughs> then you won't get good emergency managers. You have to be able to pay them what they're worth. They have to come in and, and, and put their own friends in place to make everything better. Let, let me tell you what the emergency managers done. Um, Robert Bubb, right, emergency manager for the oh. Detroit Public Schools, announced on April 15th that he was used his authority to void union contracts and his office immediately sent layoff notices to all 5,466 members of the teachers' union. <laughs> The very same day, Joseph this is, Harris. This is this is Detroit, which is doing so well for itself these days. The, yep. The, let's and let's you know what, let's let's deal with the job situation by firing people yeah. because that helps. Well, no, right? because a government as, job as non-union, a government job is not a job. Yeah. Right. Not a, a government job doesn't count as a job. So let's fire five thousand more people. Which is weird because isn't the other government position that he's got. <laughs> Folks, you should see the look Hypocrites. I just gave to Gary. Hypocrite. But the look was indicative of disgust <laughs> at the hypocrisy. The emergency manager, Joseph Harris, in charge of the city of Benton Harbor, right? On that same day, April 15th, issued an order stripping all authority from the elected boards in that city, including the city council. Do you hear that? He stripped all authority from the elective bo- the elected boards. This non-elected person. No, no, that's okay because they're against <laughs> they're against totalitarianism. 
This is this is a purely democratic move. Yes, it's true. True, it's a democratic. I I'll come up with the reason why in a little bit, but oh, it's, <laughs> it's purely purely democratic. Oh, because the democratically elected governor oh. appointed him. Okay, so it's all good. So the move it's is all democratic. good. Yeah, yeah, fantastic. So yeah, those are the emergency managers. I can't believe it, it's amazing to me that the people don't literally rise up against these fuckwits. You know, it, it, because the, the guy is appointed. You know, I, I want to see. Voted. I want to see. No, no, no. Not elected, appointed. No, 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 uh, right. As Hitler appointed, appointed probably um, Goering or Goebbels. Right, Goebbels. Um, Goebbels. I want to. I want to see an actual, literal revolt happen in those places. Wouldn't that be fantastic? Well, yeah, that was part of what was going on with um the with the Wisconsin um protests and stuff like that. Yeah, but yeah. I, I'm talking... But you mean the, a revolt where... I'm like a real revolt. Just take the place over and say, hey, you're not a representative. Now, the problem with that is that obviously somebody voted the person in. <laughs> yeah. So they'd have to get everybody behind so what that. what I don't understand, though, how do these people get voted in? The wave of Republican government... The, 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 because they... They, they they wear the flag around as a cape, and they they wave the cross around in their hand. You get and then people go, oh well, the guy must be a Christian patriot. Look at that, he's he's wearing a flag and carrying a cross. Well, you know what? You get the government you deserve, and uh, selfishness. That's why selfishness is not good because the, all these people who voted them in, they were mostly rank and file, middle class. Oh, well, yeah. How many rich people are there in the world? Not enough right? to actually get someone elected. Who, right? And they were all rank and file, middle class, doing, well, you know, living. And they love the stuff that the Republicans were spouting about the entitlements and the ones that they... You know, and let's... You know, and demonizing that's the because, poor. That's because every, now, everybody thinks that it's not them they're yes, talking about. Yes, and now... You elect these people, and then you become part of the statistic, and you realize, yep. oh my God, it would be great if I can get ten weeks unemployment, All right? But you can't. You can't because you know what? It's you're against people living off it as if anybody wants to live on unemployment. Yeah. As if you can. You're right. No, no. <laughs> I would admit, yes, and I would. You have to account for there's always some there always some bad apples, right? But you have to admit, most people don't. The, one point, one point though, about um, unemployment, right? How much is it, how much is it like um, a month? Is it, I think the max is like sixteen hundred a month or uh, something yeah, like it that. It depends on what your previous job was. But the max, because like I, when I got when I got laid off a couple of years ago, not laid off but rift. Mm-hmm. Um, what is the a re- reduction in force? Uh, so laid off or I wasn't fired. I was laid off. Okay. So yeah. I was making. I got. I got something like eight hundred. So you got eight hundred dollars. Eight hundred and fifty dollars. No, no. Fired means I would do something bad. Reduction in force uh, is a little bit different. You see, Tito, I see potato. Tito, it was after nine eleven, and the WorldCom failure. You thank go. you, thank you, Bernie Evers. I'd like to thank you again for for basically being a fuck. Okay, so after you got fired, Gary, is what you right. say. Right. So so after I slept with the boss's wife. <laughs> <laughs> And and then uh, shat on his dog and then chewed on his slippers. Mm-hmm. Um, and they decided that they didn't need me around the office anymore. Yeah, less, less is more. They said, Gary, yeah. you know what? Less of you around here anymore. <laughs> um, 
Yeah, I was making, I think it was like $800 a month or something. Really? And, well, I mean... Well, I your like salary was pretty good. I, 80, how much would you grand. have to be making to have gotten it was like, it was like 1600 a month? 76K, 76K. Right, know. but I'm... So, wait, wait. So, therefore, <laughs> if I was getting paid... Forty thousand. If my salary was forty thousand, you'd probably get about four or five hundred dollars a month. A at month? best. At best, yeah. Oh, maybe three fifty. I always thought everybody got like about sixteen hundred dollars a month. No. Then who? Nobody can live on five hundred dollars a month. So what are these it people did, arguing? All, right. The the whole point. The whole point is that. You're not getting enough, so you have to get work. So who's not looking for a job? That's what I don't understand. So who is not looking for a job? Well, I think, it, I think it's all those, all those people who are making you know, $120,000 a year and living in a one-bedroom apartment with five roommates. Those, pe- those people. <laughs> They're the ones that are scamming the system. Those people. And eight kids. No, Gary, what do you think about a primary challenge? Oh, it's eight kids. Pri- now, let me say, okay, let me throw these right wingers a bone here. In Minnesota, there's a sh- and the state is currently shut down, right? Because Tim Pawlenty, with his creative accounting practices, left, um, he, he, well, he didn't go for go up for re-election earlier this year. And now there's a gaping um, deficit. And the... Democratic um, re- governor refused to cave into the Republican Congress, I would say. So they have a shutdown. They couldn't come to right. an agreement on the vote. Because, of course, they wanted to decimate um, all the, all the all these, safety nets and yeah. things like that. Right? So the, Republic, the Democratic government took a all stand. The, all the so-called entitlement yes. programs. So the state is shut down. So I'm reading about this. <clears throat> on Which polit- works for everybody. On a liberal website. Political <laughs> or one of those. Well, I wish I had really, you know, actually do some journalism and write the name of these things down. But I would be asking a lot. No, no. We're not journalists. So we're above. We, we are, we, well, at we least are I can opinionators. Write. At least... Gary, at least you could write down the source of the, the sources. Well, as as uh, from a skeptical point of view, we should be naming our sources. But we you know what? Screw it. Should so much. It smacks, the, of, it smacks the, of effort. The, the listeners, the listeners should just assume that we know that we know what we're talking about yes. and uh, accept our assertions as fact. Yes. Okay. And as much blathers comes out of our mouths, you swallow it, listeners. And <laughs> so. Okay, but, go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, so this, so this writing, the writer, they wrote up this article in political one, left-leaning website, and of course, reprehensible behavior by the Republican <clears throat> Congress. However, they, so they're not paying out, um, they're not paying out, um, like grants and a lot of the state is shut down, right? They use as an example this some lady who apparently gets $3,600 a month from the government for her eight children in support. <laughs> and she's campaigning about the Republican governors who shut down the state. And I, it might, I cringe inside. And the political, why would you use this woman as, a, as an example? Right? In this, no, you're just feeding. It, it, kind of, it kind of goes against the entire yes. point. <laughs> yes. But, l- lady, why do you have eight children? I, I this is a poor guy. How she got thirty six hundred dollars from the fucking state? But yeah, well, like, apparently what eight into thirty six? What's, what's divide that for me? Eight something to thirty six. Stop, stop, stop hitting. Oh, sorry. It, that's I'm agitated. So she's getting like about five hundred dollars a child a month or something like that. Five eights of forty, so like three three hundred fifty, some some number like that a month per child. That is horrible. Yes. And right wingers, I support you. There are 
So a lot of people, you know, some now say a lot, there are some people taking advantage of the system and we need to find ways to take those burdens off of taxpayers because you should not have eight children and be needing assistance. First thing, no one should have eight children because the earth is overpopulated. Right. But we if are, you yeah. did have eight children, you should have a million dollars in the bank <laughs> so you could take care of them. Those are eight kids not going to go to college, eight kids who can't go swimming lessons, they can't go piano lessons, they can't... Oh, you can, you can give them swimming lessons. You take them to the pool and throw them in. <laughs> And maybe no. you only have five kids. Nobody right white ring fucking up the EPA, <laughs> right? But you know, I know maybe they'll work in the coal mines somewhere. Yeah. Well, I want to go back to to government appoint appointments. Um, be a because we have had this we have had this problem here in Texas. His uh, name is Rick Perry. His name is Rick Perry, and he just <laughs> appointed a young Earth creationist right wing. Uh, well, a crazy person to the state board of education I think again. This is like the third appointment he's done. He he always waits until the government, until everyone goes on break, and then because they couldn't get to it, he uh, appoints his moron people to the state board of education, and then they make Texas a laughing stock because they don't understand science or critical thinking, and they want this to be a Christian nation, and they want to teach creationism in school okay that's a 15 minute class creationism god did it any questions which god our god <laughs> that wasn't even 15 minutes i suppose you could pad it out but their god is their god is the god though so yeah. just, they actually, are no, right if you're right you're right gary god's god's name though is not god that's his title that's his job description what do you do? <laughs> I'm a god. I am god. His his name is well. He calls himself my my I'm your god, and my name is Jealous. So you can call him <laughs> Jealous. Uh, I mean that's that's from the old. I Testament. am that I am. I am that I am. Uh, but his, you know his name's Yahweh, which I do like. I do love the I am that I am. <laughs> it's like where you just see him with like one eye and giant I forearms. Game. No wonder about the flow. You're like I can I can survive this. Gary, I think I think all of you should catch the ends of your penises off. Gary, I am gonna. <laughs> in the event that there is a hell Lord please just at least put me at a level higher than Gary because <laughs> why why your friend gonna pee on you or something I only zoomed to be thinking, in I was thinking about the levels of hell though I know I know we probably need to get there eventually but I don't I don't think that they should be they can't be distinct levels it has to be like a funnel you know it's not like it's not like uh, like a strip mine or something, you know. With with I think I think it's more like a concentric funnel. levels. Yeah, yeah. I, I, don't, I don't think the levels so much. But I mean, you have you have distinct because in between the extremes, you're gonna have a uh, you know a, a, in the bell curve of of hate. <laughs> but I'm <laughs> gonna say level. like you know, I don't know that the levels even really make a difference. But I'm I. I don't think so. Gary, if you sucks. burned me with a hundred degree flame as opposed to a two hundred degree flame, ah, oh, but but our hell doesn't have that. Remember, our hell has Taco Bell. <laughs> our hell probably has um, probably or, it, or or it has you know what? Uh, hell place? hell hell has has food courts. 
Well, I would expect hell to be heavily um. With, you know, with, with, with uh, high sodium food. A lot of corporations I expect to be set doing this good, strong business down there. Whoa. The hell? Hey! <laughs> oh, shit, it's raining! It's raining! raining. Maybe we should shut up. <laughs> Folks, it has not rained in Texas. We've had, no, in San Antonio. I don't know for the other parts. It, 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 uh, last month it rained. A month, One a day. Month ago. Right? One day. One day. Two days in about six months. Yeah, yeah. Is it? But I think this is because Rick Perry held his um, prayer thing about, a f- about four months no, ago. No, no, it's in August. It hasn't even happened yet. No, no, no. He held it, but he prayed for rain. Oh, the prayer for rain. It's yeah. about what, six oh, months wait, ago? But you know so it's what? working. But it rained in Austin last Friday. Right? Yeah, because I went to Tim Mention. So the prayer's working out. Uh, where, where do you go? Tim Mention. Who's, who's that? Who's he, that guy? He is a, he is a uh, atheist comedian musician guy. Sounds... Uh, very funny. Very funny. Sounds like another hellbound um, gentleman. Well, if there were a hell, What yes. would you say, talking about hell, what would you say about the pastor? I don't know, I'm the scared. Pastor of, <laughs> the pastor of um, a oh, church my, my, that you oh, went to? Oh, my parents' church. And I'm sorry, parents. I'm sure he's a nice guy. But he, he is lying to you. He lied to you. Was he lying through his teeth or just lying? Um, you know... I don't know. I don't know anything about him, so I don't know what his, what his education work. is. You don't know about his dental work, right? No, uh, but I'll, I'll have tell to you. be his teeth. <laughs> yeah, well, he certainly. But he was lying. He's he's lying through David Barton's teeth. <laughs> so what was he saying? What was he All saying? right, so I, w- I went to church, and during the sermon, um, the the pastor got up there and he was. He, he kind of he was it was the July third, so it was a very patriotic sermon, and so he was comparing um, the fall of the Berlin Wall mm-hmm. to the separation of church and state. Okay. All right. So he was saying the Germans, and the, his first thing is he put up "Wir sind ein Volk," which is "We are one people," mm-hmm. which is what the the guys who were tearing down the walls were using. It's, you know, to try and bring the East and West Berlin together when they're, right. you know... To, Sounds logical. Yeah, it was, it was really kind of, you know, it's a, it's, a good, it's a good statement. And if you ever watched Hero, it's kind of the same same thing. Hero with Jet Li. <clears throat> anyway, he didn't use did that see, analogy. I did watch Hero. So, he got up there and he's talking about... We're, we are one folk. And then he started talking about the, the Founding Fathers and how they really wanted this to be a Christian nation. Overlooking the fact that the majority of them were deists, overlooking the fact that Thomas Jefferson, for one, actually went through and removed all of the supernatural bits of the Bible, because he didn't, you know, he thought that it was, overall it was okay, but the supernatural bit. Uh, So he put up the 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 first amendment you know that said congress shall pass no law establishing a religion or respecting religion mm-hmm. and then said you look at that nowhere in there does it say that there is a separation of church and state or that there should be a separation of church and state this is demonstrably true it does not actually say that however the idea behind it is perfectly valid nor does it say i shouldn't go and ask reap Right. A man. Well, neither does the Ten Commandments. Right. Although, uh, no, wait. Yes, it does. Yes, it does. Because you shall not covet thy neighbor's ass. <laughs> so, 
Sorry. But the point so I guess ass so they, 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 in his ass. <laughs> right. I yeah. think I think they were talking about like a, donkeys a, back a then. A spurty moment ass ring. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no worries. So now uh, the United States was founded in what, seventeen seventy six, right? I have no idea. Yeah. Seventeen seventy six. I'm going to assert that. In fact, probably July 4th, 1776. Let's say that. July 4th, 1776. Yeah. July 4th, 1776 is when they signed the Declaration of Independence, which is why we celebrate 4th of July of in the United States. Not Boxing Day. Fourth of July, Boxing Independence. Day. Yeah, that's a fantastic day. Boxing Day know. is the day after Christmas. <laughs> Actually, that's a de-boxing day, is it not? That's a recycling day. No, it really... No, in civilized countries, civilized. you get another holiday. And then, holiday and then what, you fight? You put on gloves? And oh, you know, like, this, isn't, this isn't about the foreigners. This isn't about them. This is about the United States of America. That so was last week, actually. Take, yeah, well, well we're, talking about, we're talking about being lied to. So, 1776, mm-hmm. founding of our country. My country, I don't know about yours. Probably weren't even founded. Sure. Well, we found you guys later. All right. 1796. The United States unanimously passed a treaty with the uh, subjects of Tripoli and Barbary. Mm-hmm. It's called the Treaty of Tripoli. In that treaty, it says... Um, I think it's Clause 11, 11th, doesn't matter. Anyway, it's in the treaty, prominently. It says, as the, government, as the government of the United States of America is not, in any sense, founded on the Christian religion. Now, I've heard about that before. Now, this was unanimously passed by the Congress of the United States. How rare is it for a unanimous passing of anything mm-hmm. in the United States Congress. So they all read this, and they passed it, and they affirmed it. Um, there's there's some talk that, you know, they didn't actually have to because this was a treaty, and it was months in the making, and everything was already paid off. But the fact is, they accepted that. Now, this is only, let me see, 1776, 86, 90. This is 20 years after we signed the Declaration of Independence. Mm-hmm. So all of these people are pretty much founders of the country. Yeah, maybe one or two removed. Mm-hmm. But they all knew that we were not based on the Christian religion or a Christian country. This kind of is a, is a fly in the ointment mm-hmm. of the David Barton, we are a Christian country. Because they knew where they had come from. We are now 200 years removed from the persecution and and the, the religious states that all these all the founders came from and didn't want. And now we're going right back to it. So David Barton and, quite frankly, uh, Pastor whatever your hell your name is, uh, you disgust me. Now, mm-hmm. there was more to this sermon. More lines? Oh, yes. More more lines. Um, now, when, when he said that, I have to admit, I did, I did make myself known that I was kind of mad. I said, oh, God, and people heard me. Uh-huh. Um, so... <laughs> And then I realized I should probably just shut up. Were you there in the bosom of your family? Um, yes. In my, the family my, my father was sitting your next to me. Your father probably blushed. You probably shamed them in the eyes of the church. Sh- well, he agreed. Now, they, they, had a, they had a children's sermon uh, previous to this. And the lady that was, was trying to draw a connection between the soldiers who are fighting for our country mm-hmm. and 
Um, Dude, I have an issue with that statement, though. And Jesus dying on the cross. <laughs> and she left out. She left out from the con- She was talking yes, about the Constitution. Yes, they were both sacrificed. Yes. They, she left out from the Constitution, we the people. And it seems to me like that is the, the most important line in that whole thing. I think it's the first three things. It's we as a people. It doesn't say we the God fearing people, we the Christian people, we we the subjects of a God. It says we the people in order to. But she might be right because I think they're getting ready to replace that by we the corporations. Yeah, well that's true. Well, so, pe- well corporations are people too. Don't make fun of them. Just because they're larger than you, there's no reason to think they're stupider than you. <laughs> now, so the the other thing, I'll, I'll I'll be a little bit more quick about this this well, whole. Um, but right. he started talking about how other churches have been drifting away from the word by being a little bit softer uh, and being more open minded. And what's what's the word when you're open minded and tolerant? Being more tolerant of people moving away. Well, the, his church isn't. Um, no, <laughs> because, said, yeah, other tolerant. churches mm-hmm. like the Baptists and the Episcopalians, and so he basically called. He basically used the no true Scotsman fallacy and said, "Oh, they're not real Christians. We're real Christians." But don't all, all Christians believe that. Most sects, most sects of Christianity believe. Oh, that's that right. Well, sects, they have, well, you have to. Otherwise, otherwise why is, would you be in that? Why would you right? be in that? In that the, the other ones are going to hell. Yeah. yeah, they believe the other ones are going to hell. Yeah. So I'm telling you, hell is going to be so. I mean, have I'm so sparsely populated. Oh my god. Yeah. So it, anyway, he just it really kind of upset me that that he's up there lying, and these guys are eating it up because obviously they're there. To make themselves feel better, or well, I, I, they're supposed to be there ostensibly to worship their their God. You, did you see Michelle Bachman? Um, some on that note, when she was um, editing history by claiming the founding fathers were um, they fought tirelessly against of slavery, slavery, yeah. and she used a John Quincy Adams thing when he was nine years old. When she when she went and tried to justify herself on TV when they said obviously isn't true. And she brought up John Quincy Adams, who at that time was nine years old or something like right. that. And then the Wikipedia, her people tried to go on Wikipedia again. And, and, and fix it. So they tried to do it for Sarah Palin. Did you already see yeah, this revision? This yeah. the revisionist history. Well, it's These all, it's all David willing Barton, man. to rewrite history. But all right, apart from David Barton being one loon who's obviously doing this for financial gain, right? I, right, but, but he's... He's the guy who's telling all of these people about it. They're not getting it from history professors. They're getting it from this guy. Right, but no, but I mean, but whenever I'm talking about the act of a politician or the supporter saying something, obviously wrong, and then their supporters going and trying... And trying to fix, yeah. Yes, to fix Wikipedia. That is so... We should be so disturbed about this because that means it is mainstream now. People aren't horrified about it. They're treating it as a joke. This is this is Orwellian. It's very much. I I agree wholeheartedly with you. And, and you know, I don't hold things as sacred in in the terms that people do. But you know, history or what we know. Oh my god! You know, if something comes to light that that changes it, obviously change it. Like science. That's why I the the process of science is. It, that's that's the thing that I follow because that's the only way to try it and is, keep my yes. mind from uh, 
going putting me down these weird alleys right. and you know keep keep me on the same path. Uh, so in history, you know, there is a science ish to history. There's a way to go about figuring out whether something is true or not. And so for people to go back and change it um, willfully to to make themselves feel better about their their point of view is disgusting. I know, but it's beyond disgusting. And these people and these people are getting voted in. This. And and they're trying to change. You see, this gospel what we know is too light. That's what I'm saying. It's too light to wood. When you start going down that path, that is the path that leads to perdition. This is when you start doing things like thought control yeah. and things like that. That is that's yeah. thought control because it history is. is you know basically foundation. So it's amazing that anybody would do that. What? No, we are. Uh, that, uh, I know Wikipedia <laughs> is not. You know, right. you shouldn't take everything on Wikipedia Britannica, <laughs> but just going back to a chain something, right? It's amazing. And can you imagine how many times you must have done that before? Yeah. Mm. <laughs> and damn, there was one more thing that I, that pissed me off about the thing. But you know what? That's that's pretty much my uh, my my experience at at the last time I went to the to the church. But apart from that, though, did you have? <laughs> Um, you know, I, I will say I was actually fairly, fairly proud of myself because I realized that there was going to be communion. Um, and I was raised in the Lutheran church. I have been confirmed. Did you go and take communion? I did not. I, I did not go up and take communion. I was the only person in the church that did not do that. I sat and then people came back and gave me an interesting look. But the cool thing is... I had I had an out. I had an out. Let me let me read you what that out was. That you're a sinner. Living a life full of sin. You're atheist. Don't believe in God. Huh? You drink beer. Folks, I'm eating nuts right now. In the Pentecostal church, you can't you're not supposed to take communion when you're living you don't think you've been living um, a proper life, right? So in the Pentecostal church, well, that's the, on, on a Sunday. That's it. That's it exactly. They had they had five tenets of faith. They said, "We hope that you will answer yes to all five of these, and if you believe all five of these, then we ask you to come up and and take communion." And I couldn't honestly say, well, actually, to any of them, that, uh, <laughs> that yes to any of them. Um, although one was, you know, you agree that you will try and do your best not to sin, and if you take sinning as meaning, you know, doing no ill to the, you know, following the laws and, and doing no ill to your fellow people, I could say yes to that. But, you know, accepting Jesus as the Lord and Savior and then realizing and they, they actually took a more literal interpretation of of the the bread and wine. Which, in like the Lutheran religion, mm-hmm. does not believe in the transubstantiation. They, right. they believe, or at least it was always taught up. They believe it's it's symbolic. It's symbolic. But they they were actually said that it was the blood and uh, body of Christ. Which I thought, well, that's odd. That's a little bit different from what I remember uh, from my catechism in growing up. So they've gone a little bit more. Um, Catholic, Roman Catholic. Yeah, I don't understand that transubstantiation thing at all. I mean, Dude, it it's just cannibalism. Makes no sense. 
it's 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 well it does if you look at from where you know the blood sacrifice that you needed so you, they have to have a blood sacrifice yes, but i'm so you you can't persuade me but how can you persuade me to think against all of my well whatever senses are operating inside my mouth <laughs> with the smell taste touch that i'm actually this thing is actually turning it's a miracle happening inside my right. mouth. Right, when, they, Much when like, they just give you this little wafer that right? you know, instantly dissolves. Much like when I snack <laughs> on some tasty Popeyes. That's, that's a miracle in my mouth. Actually, that's, that's, that's actually closer. <laughs> it's a miracle, right? Hmm. Seven <laughs> secret but, spices. These are hilarious. <laughs> but you know when I, I started walking away from Christianity? It was when I realized, when I sat down and I started reading history and what was done in the name of Christ and the things that Christians supported throughout history. And then I realized, wait, these people, one, don't really believe in what they're saying. Christians do not believe. If you, no. if you really believe in Christianity, you really believe what Jesus said or whatever, you would not be doing, people would not do the things that they do. Uh, I disagree. The Republicans would not be doing the things they're doing. I disagree. They, it, they don't believe because it. You it, obviously don't really well, believe it. Okay. If if you do exactly what Jesus said, probably not. But Jesus also did say some not so nice things. There are some things in the Bible where... What? Everything Jesus said was good. I can't uh, think of no, one thing Jesus no, no, said no. that was, was Okay, bad. you know what? Next week, I'll find I'll find them. I can't... Off the top of my head. I can't remember. Yeah, that's the first I've ever heard claim. I'm not talking about the Bible. I'm talking about what Jesus said. Uh, right. Never no, no. He does, he does in the, in the later Gospels, or at least I should say they're attributed to him. Um... I'll, I'll I'll have to go back and find out. Uh, so so next next podcast we'll look up and see. And I, I I'll grant you it's not much, but um, everyone's still following the 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 rules because Jesus did say I didn't come to change the law and the law is Leviticus and anything Leviticus or or before is what they're supposed to be following. So. Basically, go go ahead and and you know beat the crap out of people who don't believe, um, kill them if necessary. I mean, God did a lot of killing and and telling his followers to go kill other people in right. other lands so they could take over the lands and their women and their, you know. Right, but so but granted, they don't believe in that. Um the New Testament. Let's let's give right. them the benefit. Okay. say it's just New Testament. All right, but right. I I but I think that. They don't really be, no. believe. I don't think that the leaders believe necessarily, but the followers do. Well, how could you, in good conscience, because no one be reads the Bible in one breath and then the other breath see that you no love read, God? No one like reads you it. can't do it. It's it's not compatible with truth. Like whenever you know, whenever I thought, whenever I be as whenever I thought that I was a when I thought I was a Christian, I would feel so guilty. Well, it wasn't very long, it was when I was younger. I mean, all I got, because my parents forced us to go to church so much. I started hating church with a passion. I never, that can happen. I never tried to be. But, you know, but when I thought I was being sincere, right? You, things, you have so many moral dilemmas. Like when you do something wrong, or when you, you know, it, it, obviously, it, your conscience weighs upon you so hard that you, you, you know, when you be, you really walk a, a good path. But the, the, the fact, the evidence of 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 my eyes now, because I haven't grown, you know, to um, a state, the state of manhood, you know, dubious, <laughs> some would say. But I haven't grown to the state of manhood. I, you, you, you can't in good conscience say I'm a Christian, but I support 
bombing people here or killing. You, you cannot. You cannot really believe in God and support keeping people in poverty. Like you cannot, in good conscience, support we support policies that keep other people in poverty. You cannot, in good conscience, do things like that. You cannot. It's impossible. You cannot believe in hell. Like you're really gonna go to hell, and you cannot do things like that. It is not that's, that's logically one the, compatible. That's one of the things like you don't that really Jesus believe said. It inside your head. That's one of the things that Jesus said. Now that I remember, about sleep, about yeah, about hell. There was no hell before Jesus. The, yeah, that was always the concept of hell because I think hell started no, with Zoroastrianism. No, 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 not in Christianity. I mean, in common um, parlance or whatever. In, not com- in, like in, right. in, in history, that's like, because I think the um, I think the because either the Zoroastrians or Zoroastrians did have hell. Right, and I think and that's what Christianity co-opted it from them. So yeah, Christianity because you know, Christianity is a hodgepodge of ideas also that they borrowed from a lot of places, you know. Yeah, like yeah, I don't think there's an original thought in Christianity. Right, right. It was Zoroastrianism, and then the other one was the other religion that was um, extant before that. It, it, it took a lot of it from it too. Um, boy, we're gonna have to look this up. I, I normally have it on top of my head, um, but uh, there's there's Mithras, but. Um, the, I mean that's just the twenty fifth. That's just the the whole Jesus myth. Um, there was Orestianism, and but but they also but they also borrowed things from Sumerians and lots yeah, of them, but, everywhere they borrowed it so, from. I mean, do, do unto others as you'd have. I mean, that's like a, a Hindu, is it not? Uh, do not do unto others as you would. Because uh, the, the other way reverses it. Because okay. the problem is with do unto others as you would have them do unto you. If you're a sadomasochist, yeah, 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 it's perfectly acceptable to break you know break someone down. Um, so the the language is not quite the the best language. Yeah. Uh, it doesn't work better the other way. Do not do unto others what you would not have done to you. That's right. Yeah, that that probably makes more sense. Right. Because that covers a better. It's well, like, eh, ish. It's, yeah, yeah, yeah. A, again, you can take that to do the S and M thing, but well, that's what I do. Uh, let me see. Do not give a woman an orgasm <laughs> because well, uh, it does work. <laughs> that, that one does work. That one does work. It, yeah, um, a better. Anyway, by the way, what do you think of a primary challenge for Obama? I think Obama needs a primary challenge. I think he's got one. His own party is against him. <laughs> that's, a, that's a primary challenge. But I think you know, we need a primary challenge. We need somebody to run against him. I would support um, Bernie Sanders, who declared on radio the other day that he doesn't want to do it. Um, Bernie Sanders, Senator Bernie Sanders. Well, the, 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 the current, the current lot, the current lot of Republican candidates. Are you talking about? From the, <laughs> are, are you I, talking about? Are you talking about from the Democratic side? <laughs> Yes, I'm from the Democratic side. I forgot that Obama is a Republican. Sorry, sorry. Yeah, it's, a Republican. it's from but from the Democratic side, right? I honestly, I don't know. I, you know who I would love? Elizabeth Warren, the lady who um, they're trying no, to appoint the um, um, as to be to, to, the to, Warren to, Commission. To be, yes, to be, yeah. No, to be, what they're trying to put in charge of the Consumer Protection Agency. Oh, that Elizabeth yeah. Warren. Oh. Who has traditionally fought for consumer rights and stuff like that? I think. Well, she uh, would be. after after this week, unless Obama explains himself very well, <laughs> I think there's going to be a challenge. I think there's there's yeah. going to be a challenge. I hope so. 
Good. I hope so too. God, I hope so. Because he, he couldn't, he couldn't, be, he shouldn't be doing this. Oh my well, God. The, the, the problem that I've had certainly for the last couple of years is that there, there hasn't been anybody that I took seriously. You know, I, I think actually Obama was probably the the most middle of the road candidate. Certainly, this last election cycle. I mean, I, I liked McCain to a point up until he got Palin, until he decided to pander. And then he went batshit crazy. Yes. Because, um, because he, he started pandering to the religious side. And and Obama, I don't think that he really pandered all that much to the religious, for, well, to obviously to the base. But um, right, right now, there all the Republicans, not a single one of them is even close to being centrist. Oh, yeah. Oh, I, I would I, say I can't even. I can't even imagine. Well, I would say now. My parents love them all. My parents love Bachman and Palin, and and as I've said before, yeah. it's amazing to me that Newt Gingrich is now considered too liberal to to run on the Republican. Do you people even remember twenty years ago at all when he was the batshit crazy senator, right wing senator? You know. And Reagan had to be central. You know what? Listen, I can understand a Republican oh, looking fuck. at Mitt Romney and saying, you know what? Or John Huntsman. I could understand people looking at them, a Republican looking at them and saying, I will vote for this person. I cannot understand anybody looking at Michelle Bachman and imagining yeah, right. she's a serious human being. I don't care how... What is... I don't know. What ideology... I mean, have you... you, you just the fact that the ladies of they're this. they're listening to something else. They they're they're listening to some to someone else's analysis of what she says, because they they seem to discount all the crazy things she says. That's what I'm saying. And and you, you don't have to match and lockstep. You can be a what a Democrat or Republican and not like every Republican. Right. You could not you like every like idea. Obama. Yes, right. Like I despise Obama. I'm not, but I'm not a Democrat anyway. But if <laughs> I were, de- but like if I were a Democrat, I would not like Obama. Right. Right. It's, it's, but oh my god. <sighs> but I, I really hope I, I really hope he gets a, a, cha- a primary challenge. Even though I know that's not going to happen, he's not going to get a primary challenge. Uh, he might. It'd be nice if he did. It'd be nice if we finally got a progressive candidate in there who was who could seriously yes. a real yeah well I'm not going to use the term real progressive but <laughs> yeah progressive a, a, third, sorry, a third, third a third party who who actually had a contention but if they're going to do it they need to start now and unfortunately what I see is they're always too small yeah. and they can never get their name on the back yeah. near until about even, a month before they don't even allow them to do things like um. Like attending debates, I found it horrific that they would never, um, they wouldn't invite Ralph Nader to the yeah. debates and stuff like that. Though I mean, at least let the man come and present his ideas. But that's when you know well, it is really rigged because they don't want him to come and raise his right. points. Well, the a, last, the last person who was able to do that was Ross Perot. Yeah, but he was right. He was right. I, I know, him. but he was a third party candidate. So, but I mean, he wasn't raising any points that were going to cause discomfort to the debate. Oh, no, I guess system. not. Right? Just, I don't mind no, if you're, Of true. course, I don't mind if you're right. We're going to raise crazy points perpetuating right. the system. Right. But see, the, the, the problem that, that I see right now is, like, the, the libertarians, uh, they have their own issues in that they're completely... I mean, they're, they're more like the Republicans in that they don't want any... They want all personal responsibility for all of your actions. So there's, there's you know, if you want... 
if you don't like health insurance, you buy health insurance. There's no, there's no help from the government on anything at all. So if you get laid off from your job, you get laid off from you, your you job. You know what I wish? What I, w- I wish. And that, that's not going to fly. The worst of their policies. You know what? If you, as mean spirit, this is your song, but I, you know what? Whatever. If you think that everybody who needs to be helped should be helped, I like. I wish on you. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But or if you think that people should not be helped, like you lose a job and you should lose insurance, as if a job then you do isn't. Yes, I wish on you. It, that's why. That's why it's no. hard to believe there's a God because the I cannot believe even me, and I'm not the kindest person in the world. But me looking down upon this sea of mess. suffering mess, I could not in good conscience. Why? Okay, if there's a God, right? Why you know, I why is Andrew Mayer's born? Into circumstances where, as opposed to somebody else being born yeah. into these horrible ten, five minutes, you know that kind of thing. A, a, a compassionate God could not possibly a, a, pa- a compassionate God who intervenes. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah, that kind of God. I mean, I mean the God that they pro- they people. they claim is yeah. yes. Except except the guy except the God who works in mysterious ways, which it's is such a huge form. huge cop out. Yeah, I who know. can't who can't quite seem to kill the really bad people, but manages to kill the pretty good people. Oh, he's taking <laughs> them back up into heaven before their time because he really needed them in heaven. Really? <laughs> what is God really? need to do possibly? <laughs> Come on. What does God need somebody for? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, if he's all good, then they don't really need good people up in heaven. They've already got the God up in heaven. Jeez. Or you could look at uh, someone's, you know, a good person's death as, oh, random. Like, life. That's what I see. Well, semi-random. People, but people persist. Like, I was talking to this lady, and she was telling me, um, like, why should I, why would I go to this X place at X moment and meet X person? Right? That can't be just random. I'm like, that's exactly what randomness is. The world yeah. is full of millions of people. You met that random is just that statistic of saying you meet somebody with whom you have enough ideas in accordance right. that you think this person is fantastic. The world has enough people for that statistically to happen. Also, you didn't grow up in a vacuum. You grew up in a country where people tend, you know, the ideas are centered around some normal so you're more likely to meet somebody, here, you know, you know right. things like that. That is exactly random, it's exactly chance. How, how, I mean, how, how often do you meet someone who's totally your opposite that you absolutely hate? Yeah. And how, how often do you remember that? Yeah. Right? Yeah. You know, that's just yeah. as random. Why don't you say, oh, how, how amazing is it that I met this person that I absolutely abhor, that everything I believe this person is against? I mean, how amazing that is, is that? Blowing my mind, it must be a god, right? And that's what that was so part of our argument for there being a directive god. Yeah. I, I believe in, in, in god, I, I don't, and I, I'm never gonna justify it, I can't justify my belief in god, right? But, but you I, don't I, go around it's a, forcing people to, to believe, right? But I don't, but at least I, I don't think he is somebody who is really concerned. With the minutia of human existence, if, because if there, if there were a God, why would I? He be... has a universe, or and we're using the he. Yeah. I can't even. Wait, could, I, couldn't I, possibly I, be a woman. I, well, <laughs> couldn't possibly be a woman. Yeah, how can you run a universe from the kitchen? <laughs> oh God! While <laughs> pregnant, come on, come on, knock it off, people, knock it off. So of course, God's a man. Yeah, yeah, God, you know, universal concerns, etc. 
right? I really don't think. And then, then you should be disturbed by this God. Then what have you? Then if you believe in God and if you believe in immorality, for example, the fact that as I said, we're born in the good circumstances compared to. Lots of people, right? 90% of the world, sure. Then, therefore, what have I done to deserve these good circumstances? Then I must have had a prior life that, because God has have been rewarding me. And then we go into the Hindu, the Hindu, um, reincarnation. We have to be. Soul recycling. Yes, it has to be like that because you cannot separate one from the other. Why am I being rewarded with this decent start in life? Right. Right? Why am I being, why is X person born into a family with billions of dollars? Yep. Or why is X person being born with a bum dropping, you know, bums raining around their ears? <laughs> you know, things like that. That is really, right. suddenly, suddenly Christianity doesn't really make any sense. <laughs> you have to think about that. You have to think about things like that. Yeah, but none of that's explained in the all knowing Bible. None of it. Although they'll tell you what's going to happen when you die if you're not good. Although I have to admit though, um, well, how do you explain the prescience of um, revelations in certain things like Re- revelation? Uh, I think I think you're reading into uh, completely insane <laughs> passages what you want to read because none of that says anything about being prescient. Like, Wait. okay, give me give me an example. Okay, you, I you, okay the. It is. There's gonna be a. Oh, is there gonna be a flood? A hurricane? A shaking of the earth? A great shaking of the earth? <laughs> really? <laughs> on, a, on a planet with plate tectonics? What, what are the odds? <laughs> oh, they only have like a thousand of them a day. I identify There's gonna be a big showdown. Okay, between uh, Israel. And the other nations, and right, but, but I can see that totally happening. Right, okay, but there was no Israel until it was created to try and make that <laughs> prophecy come true. That is not okay. <laughs> we're making that prophecy come true. I listen, I listen. Every policy that they put in place is moving towards <laughs> yeah. it, and that's that's the, the, a whole bunch of end timers. Uh, certainly, Palin is one of them, and I, I would imagine that Bachman is oh, as well. Oh, of course, Bachman is. That's that's why you don't because they want the nuclear war. They want this to happen to hasten the next coming of Christ because you can't so have complicated. the next coming of Christ until this happens. Because it always says, they always say, like in the end of prayers in church, even so, Lord, come quickly. Yeah. That's part of the. So if, if the, the question is, if you make this happen, is does that fulfill the prophecy? Well, no. I mean, the best thing you can do if you want it to happen is just go bomb them yourself. You know? But there's a country... Or to raise people, raise somebody in the Muslim faith who absolutely hates Israel and then give them the keys to a plane. There's a country... But in the end times, there's going to be a country that's going to be on the side of Israel. And they're going to be blessed too. So that's America. Because you know that's a big part of their theology. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's uh, America is supposed to be on the side of Israel. But I cannot see that... You'd be like the people who support Israel, like what Israel is doing to Palestine, to the Palestinians. That the apartheid is going on there. I, you, you don't listen. And one thing people don't understand: there's no room for nuance. You can't because if you say anything about Israel committing genocide and the Palestinians, you hate Israel. Israel, you hate um, the, the Jew, po- you hate the Jews. Right. You can't criticize what they do, but that is insanity. They are. Yeah. Genocide right before your eyes is apartheid, genocide, whatever side 
is going it's on. Right. I love Jewish women. I find Jewish women to be gorgeous. I find them to be fantastic. Jewish men are the funniest people out there. Love their comedy. <laughs> Excellent people. They tend to be very liberal in their views and stuff like that. Right? That's American Jews. Lieberman. Lieberman is in particular. Right. <laughs> Which is weird because he has like liberal almost in his name. I think he's fighting back against that. Right? But I mean, you, but the Christian support was going on there wholeheartedly. You'd never hear any one of them say that's well, because they That's because they buy into the quote Judeo Christian end quote mythology. Meanwhile, the Jews are going to go to hell. <laughs> Because well, no, in, yes, right. in Christianity, aren't the Jews going to go to hell? Yeah. Unless they convert? Or is God going to give them a chance? Well, no, because... No, no. Because the Jews have their own... Have their own deal. The Jews have the pact with God. Christians don't have the pact with God. We had some guy come down and say he was the son of God. I'm gonna, and I say we because you know, I was yeah, raised Christian. I'm going to give you a... Yeah. A so... But... Deal. But... But the, the Jewish... Folk, they've got some tablets inside an ark of a of a covenant, mm-hmm. a covenantal ark. Ark you know. Covenant. Now, granted, the twelve, the the two, the the ten commandments that are in there um, don't really make any sense because they've they're talking about not boiling a lamb in its mother's milk. And if you don't know what I'm talking about, you you read your Bible. The Ten Commandments that they want put on a rock in front of a in front of a courthouse, those are not the Ten Commandments of the Covenant. Already, those are the those. That's the second set. Sorry, that's the first set that yeah Moses that Mount Moses Sinai. brought down. Is it Mount Sinai? But, right, but he broke them, and then God finally wrote them on some tablets uh-huh. and said that these are the covenants. Um, it's a little bit later. It's a little bit later. But I like the boiling the. Uh, <laughs> Sounds really tasty though. Listen, I'm a big fan of cooking with milk, milk myself though, rather than water. And I think I would love right now to boil a lamb. It does sound tasty, doesn't it? <laughs> I don't even know. I cook a lamb in some milk. <laughs> so use milk. <laughs> <laughs> Lord, why are you withholding this? That's the one thing I want in life right now, Gary, is to eat a lamb boiling his mother's milk. Lord, please don't hold that for me. Please, please, Lord, please. <laughs> God dang it! I need to, I need to find it. I thought it was maybe it's thirty. But this must have been a common practice back then, why? In order for God to legislate against it, people had to. <laughs> God is like, listen, that is, you're not making good use of the milk. <laughs> you can imagine. You can, you can see some. You can see some idiot, right? With a with a concession in like a milk. In selling milk or some, you know, some crap like that, right? And he finds, you know what, some corporation, right? right. Finds that boiling lambs in milk is affecting his business somehow. He's like, you know what, I got to get this law passed. Because <laughs> that's how all those Christian laws came about. <laughs> it's so asshole lobbying. <laughs> lobbying, nice. <laughs> oh, lobbying Levites. The power of my God, this is fine. I believe you so. Okay, so the, let's go back to the Ten Commandments. So Exodus chapter twenty, uh, it's got the little subtitle, "The Ten Commandments." And God spake all these words, saying, "I'm the Lord your God." Uh, brought that 
you know, you shall have no other gods before me. Now, these are not moral laws, like, which everyone says. Mm-hmm. They're, oh, these are moral and ethical. Well, the first law is, uh, I am the Lord your God, no gods before me. Yeah, these are non- no, com- these no, are no, com- no competition laws. Yeah, right? no, no, yeah, no, yeah, so no competition clause, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. You know, no graven images. Uh, don't bat down the, you know, I'm a jealous God, blah, blah, blah. And it's not until, uh, I mean, remember the Sabbath day. Okay. Uh, <laughs> well, listen. And it's not. It's, wait, listen. I am going to jump in time, box. The most useful of all the laws there, though, is you remember the Sabbath day. Because <laughs> you do need a day of rest. You remember yeah, yeah, when the rubber it's, barons. But it's not a moral or ethical law. Oh, no, but I'm just saying, no, but when it's a practical law, it's a good. When the rubber barons, I don't know who. It had to be a union that got <laughs> together and helped pass that law. Because <laughs> you know they will work you seven days a week. Oh, yeah, absolutely. So it had to be a union. There's proof that there were unions, there were unions back, back there. <laughs> Somebody had to lobby for a six-day work week. So, so obviously, okay. So, jealous God, uh, remember the Sabbath, um, honor thy mother and father, which it, again isn't moral or no, that's, ethical. That's protecting the franchise, right? Because of what if your what if your father beats you? Should you honor your father? It doesn't say anything about that. Um, and then Dan, Dan, it finally gets to a moral law. Thou shalt not kill. That's that's pretty moral, but it's it's a blatant statement. It, it's a blanket. Don't kill. Okay. Um, and then don't commit adultery. Yeah, that's a pretty good one. Granted, probably not a lot of that was really going on because you will get your ass kicked by your neighbor's husband. Yeah, back in those days. Yeah. Somebody. Would. You know, don't steal. Don't bear false witness against thy that neighbor. That is a fantastic one. But that's a that's a lawyer. That's that's law speak. That's not don't lie. That's don't bear false witness. That means don't falsely accuse your neighbor. So by all means, lie about people. yeah, lie lie about all the other stuff, but don't bear false witness. <laughs> and then don't covet. Eh, except if you don't covet, then you really don't have. Um, the exchange of goods. Yeah, that's capitalism. Covet, that's absolutely. Coveting would, you know, would be just totally anti-capitalism. Exactly. So, now we move to Exodus 34, mm-hmm. um, verse 27, Moses and the tables of the law. And and here is where uh, he's, it says, actually, 20 and, and 27 says, And the Lord said unto Moses, Write thou these words, for after the tenor of these words, I have made a covenant with thee and with Israel. And he was there with the Lord forty days and forty nights, did neither eat bread, blah, blah, blah. And you wrote upon the tables the words of the covenant, the Ten Commandments. That's where the Ten Commandments are. All right. And okay. the next... The next the next to last commandment is the first of the first fruits of thy land thou shalt break un- bring unto the house of thy Lord thy God. Thou shalt not seethe a kid in his mother's milk. That's the last of the commandments. So, wait, wait, wait. But Gary, can you read those commandments? Yeah. Like one by one. Let's see. Because it sounds like somebody with a little monopoly going on there, right? Yeah. For example, one tribe. One, it sounds like a, I know they always do these things in families, right? Doesn't it sound like a corporation... Who is lobbying the government to pass, uh, you know, corporate-friendly protocol? You know, like like do it. seriously. Well, that last one you just read there. 
Not the kidney butter is not the first part of the last one. What the, was that one the first of the first fruits of yeah. thy land thou shalt bring unto the house of the Lord thy God. Which is weird because wasn't that wasn't he didn't like uh, uh, Abel's no Cain's he didn't like Cain's serving of of his vegetarian meal. Yeah, because I think he doing what Cain did wrong. I think he bought the, Cain, um, Cain, the Cain, stuff. Cain brought uh, grains and stuff from the field, whereas yeah. Abel. Brought in like a, a kindling calf or something. Was doing it. I think, listen, it's easy to, to go, it's easy to rope a calf. You can rope a calf in two seconds. But to go and pick, you know, you go and dig up some potatoes, go and pick some some nuts, some armor. You know, Kane, I think Kane did a lot of work getting his sacrifice. He did. He did more work, I think. Because, <laughs> and besides, he was feeding his brother's uh, meat, uh, what calf you, grain. Yeah. So Abel was actually using the work of his brother so he could fatten up his calf. That's what I'm saying. And then you come in and go, that's why Cain slew him. Yeah. Uh, so the, the, the Ten Commandments are, are a little bit long. It's actually... Oh, it's, it's because because there's a whole bunch of uh, inter, interstitial conversation from God. Yeah, but if you like, I mean, it's oh, I chapter like, 10 through 26. I so. like that word, interstitial. Yeah. So it says, And he said, Behold, I make a covenant. Before all they people I will do marvels, such as have not been done on all the earth, nor in any nation. <laughs> Which sounds like a really bad magician. I shall do marvels. Look, nothing up my sleeves. I've never seen this before. And all the people among of that, uh, among which thou art shall see the work of the Lord, for it is a terrible thing that I will do with thee. Terrible that doesn't good. sound good. I think terrible means... Um, it means like badass? Big. Yeah. Okay. Oh, badass. That's what you're saying, badass. For it's a badass thing that I will do with thee. Okay. Magnificent. Actually, this, is, this is my study Bible. I wonder if it says anything. Okay. doesn't matter. Um, observe thou that which I command thee this day. Behold, I drive out before the Amorite. Okay. Then, blah, blah, blah. Take the... Uh, make that with the inhabitants of weather though. Okay. Okay. It says don't... Don't talk with the Amorites, the Canaanites, and the Hittites, and the Perizzites, and the Hevites, and the Jebusites. Take heed to thyself, lest thou make a covenant with the inhabitants of the land whither thou goest, lest it be for a snare in the midst of thee. But ye shall destroy their altars, break their images, and cut down their groves, for thou shalt worship no other god, for the Lord, whose name is Jealous, is a jealous god. Lest thou make a covenant with the inhabitants of the land that they go a-whoring after their gods and do sacrifice under the gods and one call thee and thou eat of his sacrifice. And thou take of their daughters unto thy sons and their daughters go a-whoring after their gods and make thy sons go a-whoring after their gods. Thou shalt make thee no molten gods. The feast of unleavened bread shalt thou keep. Whatever that is. Seven days thou shalt Eat unleavened bread, as I commanded thee, in the time of the month Abib. For in the month Abib thou camest out from Egypt. All that openeth the matrix is my, all that openeth the matrix is mine. And every firstling among thy cattle, whither ox or sheep, that is male. So right there, that um, sounds okay. So far, all I hear is a priesthood or a family protecting a franchise. Yeah. So far, and no wait, and you know. Sacrifice the cattle, right? But they protect their franchise. Did you did, did you bring in cattle to me? Let's so feed me. Protect the franchise. Don't worship other gods, because that means if you if there are other priests, 
definition my value my value gets diminished if you yeah, uh, other piece, so, different yeah. goals and now of course bring feed us yeah so bring a cattle so I do right. you know and, and good cattle too the first well, one the first one's first male right okay uh, so 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 uh, right now we've got no so, molten gods on the gods so don't no, don't hang out don't hang out with don't make covenants with other lands so no compete cause no compete no um no covenants no so, other gods um you don't be uh, unleavened bread so right. uh, basically starve yourselves and let us eat the healthy of, stuff yeah a little bit of give us the, give us the ox and celebrate um Passover which right. you need to is what to good to control people you always need. To observe observe the, the rites yes yes alright so uh, moving on 20 but the firstling of an ass thou shalt redeem with a lamb and if thou redeem him not then shalt thou break his neck all the firstborn of thy sons thou shalt redeem and none shall appear before me empty uh, so that's just part of that clause telling them how to do it six days thou shalt work but on the seventh day thou shalt rest in earing time and in harvest thou shalt rest I don't know what earing time is presumably has something to do planting. with ears there's a corn yeah planting. good good point yes because harvest okay dogs going nuts but I do like what they put that day in though it shows they weren't totally Seems to go against the green, but I yep. would I would say that would probably be union. Somebody yep. got together and be like, you know what? As much as you know, you're gonna listen to you all, right. knock it off. Right. I would <laughs> seven days a week. Come on. Right, and then uh, the next one: Thou shalt observe the feast of weeks of the first fruits of wheat harvest and the feast of ingathering at the year's end. So that's doing with harvest. Thrice in the year shall all your men children. Sorry. Thrice in the year shall all your men children appear before the Lord God, the God of Israel. For I will cast out the nations before thee and enlarge thy borders. Neither shall any man desire their land when thou shalt go up to appear before the Lord thy God thrice in the year. Thou shalt not offer the blood of my sacrifice with leaven. Neither shall the sacrifice of the feast of the Passover be left unto the morning. And then... The first of the first fruits of thy land thou shalt bring unto the house of the Lord thy God. Thou shalt not see the kid in his mother's milk. These are the Ten Commandments. Those are the Ten Commandments. I, I don't see anything. That, there I is would no. Think, there is nothing well, moral would, in I that. I would say, you know what? All right, you all take care of the weaker somehow. You know, shit like that. You know what? Don't fucking privatize. Because whenever that happens, people go. Yeah, I like. I would do things to don't go starting random wars with nations because it's no no benefit. You know, you, you, I don't see that as a really shot. That God well, has no foresight. Well, and no, it was, the, the, obviously, obviously not. So like, I would say that that is not. But it seems to me, however, that the Christians are wrong because the the Jews, uh, the Jewish populations, do pretty darn well. For the most part, do they not? Yeah. Just as their their God has... Now, this is the Jewish God here. This is not the Christian God. This is the Jews. Yeah. So the God's saying, hey, keep these commandments. You'll do well. And they seem to do pretty well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, so I don't, I don't know where, I don't know where the Christians get off thinking that they can bypass that with with some guy claiming to be a son with no mother. Well, I don't know. And you know, and then they come, and the Christians persecute the Jews for years. And how does how does Mrs. God feel about him having sex with a a virgin? 
Because obviously Mary is not God's wife. And She's God a vessel. Is, and God has to be married. Because I would don't believe we have a bachelor God there. You can't have a bachelor God. And they have a son. Right? They Granted, a, if it's through that woman, it's a bastard son. Because why would God... I mean, why would God be such a proponent of marriage if he wasn't... Um, why would he cheat on his that, wife in that happy state himself so that's what I'm he has to be married or or not maybe not married maybe he's just a bachelor and he's just say hey, hey kids out of wedlock no worries so Michelle Bachman actually she's going against God's wishes that's what I'm saying complain about all the, all the black people are living in God's image having kids <laughs> moving on that's yeah. what we do that's this Michelle Bachman yeah Dude, I was just talking. You're just talking? All right. You can stop right in there. <laughs> because well, I, cause we really kind of stopped, like, at about yeah, well, we're we're, well, we're actually over that because I start, started it late. Oh. So. You need to say we're wrapping up. Do we need to say that we're done? I think I think we should probably, we should do probably cut us off, yeah. We should do that. You talked about half the time. I talked about half the time. That's about it. All right, folks, we'll see you all next week when we'll do better. Maybe. We will do better. Yeah, we'll, we'll have a Shopping for Religion segment next week. Maybe. And Maybe. we will also do... Um, next week, we're going to do the levels of hell. Yes. And also, um, we're going to explain... What are we on? Sarah we're Palin like is going to explain something. Four. No. Six. We, yeah, we think we've only done three. Six. Seven. <laughs> yeah, we had six. You know, we, we'll, we'll have our own number of... We'll just keep adding people to hell. Yeah. It's just like people going to hell and what their punishment is. We go, We're not Faust. We go to do that. <laughs> Faust. Look at his his he's all crestfallen that I came up with that idea. He wants to have rulers over different or or oh, headliners. No, headliner. headliners. Oh you just wanna throw you just wanna throw people in Well you headline well, and then well, we're, we're, we've got we've got the eight you know, four for me, four for me, and then We've got the headliner. So each oh. time, you know, it's kind of like they're driving through hell, and they look up and they see the billboard, and there's like the face of hell right there. Like, hey, uh, check it out. Yeah, because like, definitely, because you, you would put Sarah Palin and Michelle Bachman the same level of hell, right? Um, Wouldn't you? Same level of finality. That's that would be an interesting discussion. Like, That'd be an interesting fight because um, which one is dumber? Because Michelle Bachman, Palin, Palin is an obvious. Uh, uh, self and grand, uh, self promoter, but Michelle Bachman has gone on when she was way younger. Um, has kind of been the same batshit crazy the entire time. So she just she may be a true believer. That's a scary thought. I don't know really anything about her. I this I did they did say when they start when a campaign gets going and they start revealing stuff about her. They say we're going to stand here yeah, in some really crazy shit. Oh, I think so. I mean, well, she's already came out as having not been a witch, <laughs> but been part of a coven. Who said that? Yeah, Michelle Bach. You lie. No. You're sure you're not talking about Christine um, O'Donnell or whatever her name was? Oh, is that Christine O'Donnell? Oh, you know what? I am conflating the two. You are absolutely right. That it is Christine O'Donnell. Yeah, because I would know if Michelle Bachman said that. Oh man! Be... Oh, see, see, they all run together. Because <laughs> they're all the same person. I mean, sexist, huh? Gary. I am not like, like, sexist. They, 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 like they call um Bilma a sexist. Be um on on a show because he makes fun of Sarah Palin because he says Sarah Palin and Michelle Bachman are idiots and they're batshit crazy. 
And he said, "That's uh, not being sexist. He hasn't attacked him sexually they, at all. They are batshit crazy." Yeah. It, it has, well, that has nothing to do with their gender. And I would accuse the rank and file Republicans of being sexist because that's obviously why they like two of them. It's right. a big appeal to it. It looks like whenever you go on those websites, because they, they, they see them making comments about their looks and yeah, that kind I of do, thing. Yeah. That's a big part of why they support two of them. Yeah. Well, they're also hoping that they'll they'll be like JFK, <laughs> spread their love of the American public around. It's going to take more than 365 days. Dude, it would be awesome. <laughs> Can you imagine? I got, that guy isn't a guy who was living next to Sarah Palin, an author who was writing a book on her. I, I don't know anything about... This guy, this author moved next to a house in Alaska. He bought the house next to her. Or he rented the house next That's to her. That's creepy, man. To write a book about her. And then she raised her fence. <laughs> <laughs> That's that's creepy that's and creepy. funny at the same it's time. Funny. It it's is funny. funny. It's funny. No, come on, it's creepy. It's funny, but it's creepy. It can be both. I'll laugh. <laughs> hey, I, I am not above Schadenfreude. You can, you can imagine. <laughs> Because Maybe he's just sitting there you, all day long. But you know he's just being irritating because yeah. there's nothing he's gonna gain from that. Right. I just find that to be hilarious. That's why I don't think it's creepy. It would be creepy if he really will go to like spy on them. Right. But that's not at all what he's doing. He's sitting on their porch when yeah. they came home. <laughs> Howdy, just come dropping by. Just dropping by to say hi. Like some lemonade. Hey Sarah. <laughs> like you know he's hey, not, kids. Yeah. And their land is huge. I think they have a huge amount of land. So it's not like it's like they live in cookie, cookie, cookie cutter houses next to yeah. each other. It's just that he just knew that I would piss that would be at all. So I just think it's pure funny because he's he's not going to gain anything. It's him living in a hotel fight you know, in, in, in the middle right. of the town as I, or living next to her, it's not going to help him anyway. It's just him being silly. I just want to... <laughs> it's wrong. Oh... <laughs> um, but I'm waiting on the book, though. I've been waiting on the book. Really well, he can't it. write it because he couldn't see over the fence anymore, could he? <laughs> Day one. <laughs> Day one. It's just a journal. Yeah. Here comes Bristol with the boyfriend. <laughs> if you enjoy Injudicious Ramblings, leave a review at the iTunes. Or send us an email at injudiciousramblings at gmail.com. Or at injudiciousramblings.blogspot.com. What? The scene yeah, was written so and recorded. recorded by Oscar Lawrence. Oh my god.